We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Friday, December 20th by Jordan Cooper to discuss Saturday's daily Fantasy Premier League slate. Jordan, uh, I don't know if you saw this message, but somebody mentioned uh, in the subscriber Discord uh, in... Actually, I don't even want to... Let me quote him. Uh, pull it up here. Uh, tomorrow's slate is like Blender HD's ultimate wet dream. How excited are you for this slate? There's no top teams on it. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 all the garbage teams facing the garbage teams. A lot of pickums and uh, and low totals. So uh, as as usual, when that happens, there's going to be like 22 goals, 50 goals. Right. It's gonna be it's gonna be ridiculous. But there's a lot of options. Yeah, this slate. I mean, I think there's a lot of ways to go, both in cash, both in, in in GPP as well, and we don't have to worry. I don't think there's there's a team where it's like, how much of this team can I get? Because there's there's no team like that. Yeah, I, I mean, and additionally, like even some of the really high, like there's no James Madison. Um, he is on the FanDuel slate because they play in the late game, but like it's not even like there's a very clear. Uh, other guy to pay up for uh, that we're used to, so at least in cash. So, yeah, it'll be. I, I don't know what to make of this slate yet. Like, I built a bunch of lineups, and um, I'll 
I'll say something later that I think may make you just hang up on me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be that bad? Juan Mata isn't on the slate. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's nothing that could be like, oh, is he a play? No, but look I mean, at, let's look be at all, realistic but, here. But, but look at all these games. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, like, seriously, there's, there's, no, there's no one that's – you're getting money on any money line bet. I yeah. mean, there's, there's – it's – like, is, is there a point in saying who's the biggest – the biggest favorite, okay, is Wolves plus 106 away to Norwich – that game has around a two and a half total. All these games have, have fit around two and a half trending under pretty much. Yep. Uh, and then, like, I'm just going to go in order. There's no, mm-hmm. like, the next biggest favorite. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Uh, Aston Villa is plus 151 at home. Southampton's plus 187. So what does it matter? Uh, this has the highest total, technically, mm-hmm. like two and 2.8. Then Bournemouth plus 155. Burnley plus 192. Burnmouth's at home, totals around 2.4. Brighton's at home, plus 127. A Sheffield, plus 250. That t- that total's like 2.2, 2.3. And then the lowest total game, uh, which is now trending under 2. <laughs> so this is like a 1.9 total. Newcastle at home, plus 140. Crystal Palace, plus 241, currently, at the time of this podcast. Mm-hmm. So the, the, I don't view any of these teams... As, like I said before, how much of them can I get? I <laughs> how also, much Brighton can I get? Right. I also don't view the opponents of the, quote, favorites as, like, players I can't play against another team. Yep. Right? I don't, I don't view it like, uh, like, the Wolves are the, are the biggest favorite at plus 106, but I'm like, I can't play Emiliano Buendia. Right. Yep. Like, it, 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 I mean, Wolves are, 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 the, are the better team. Don't get me wrong, but... Like, they're not significantly enough better that I can't take a piece of Norwich. Yes. And 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 fortunately, on this slate, because of the lack of top teams and so many garbage teams, uh, I think there are forwards that we could play. Sure. And they're not, like, goal-dependent as much. I mean, you may have to pay up for some of these guys that you would normally not pay this much for. But it's not like if they had the Man City game on this slate, it's like, okay, how do I fit in, like, those guys? Yeah. And then find the value elsewhere. Uh, But that also makes it when, for GPPs, when the slate is the way it is, where, like, any of these games could go either way, Mm -hmm. it's quite possible there's no goal scorer that scores, like, more than one goal. Yep. And... There's like 20 different people that could do that. Sure. So looking at the top of forward in cash, would you say that if if uh, if money was no option, which it could be on this slate, that the top options for a floor would be like I'm going to throw four guys in at the I'm going to okay I'm going to throw I'm going to throw in five people okay at the top we're going to go seven k and above. So not dinky do range. Mm-hmm. Pascal Gross, mm-hmm. Leandro Trossard, assuming he, you know, he starts. I yep. mean, the two the two Brighton guys. The Brighton guys, yep. Uh, Dwight McNeil on Burnley mm-hmm. at seventy eight hundred, and then the two Wolves guys, Traore and Jota. Yep. Like no love for Zaha, huh? Nah, not not at eighty five hundred now. 
Not after I did that last time and lost. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I, gu- I guess, yes. <clears throat> you got to throw Zaha in there, but I just, I think like the, the other, other guys, guys are ahead have, of him. yeah, the other guys would be ahead of him anyway. Yep. Like if Zaha was down at like 7,200, I'd be more inclined to throw them in, making them, you know, equal point per dollar type of plays. Zaha obviously has a high ceiling. Yep. But it's also the it's lowest, lowest total game. Yeah. Right. I think you if, think I think you, it'd be more think, of a discussion if he was priced closer to uh, Yota. Yes. Do you think in in a cash game build that you're using two of these guys? Sure. Well, that doesn't seem very confident. Sure, okay, you could. Like, do do you think that it would be optimal, or do you think that we're going to find a player lower than that that you're going to pair? So you could pay up at midfield, and then you're going to look at midfield and go. Well, you don't really have to pay up that much, right? No, I th- I think I think you will see more lineups with two guys in this range than than one. Yes. Okay. I think the the what depends on how much you spend it forward. I'm going to say it's kind of a weird thing to say. I think it depends on if you play Diego Rico at defender. Yep. Because he's six thousand, mm-hmm. and. Is he a necessity? I don't think so. We'll get to defender. But he's obviously the top option at that position. But it's more likely that you're going to, even if you pay for Diego Rico at defender, it just means that maybe you don't do him play gross at 8,900 or Traore at 8,800. You could play some combination of like McNeil, Jota, and you're still fine. Yes. I think Trossard will be the highest owned player if gross for some reason doesn't start. Okay, but I, I don't expect that. Agreed. Right, it's, it's quite possible Trossard doesn't even start. True, true. It could be that they've been running what a two four two three one. So it, it looks like most likely they both start. Yep, and Gross pretty much has been taking all of the set pieces. Right. When they're both on. Right. The Wolves guys, on the other hand, obviously have no set piece responsibility right. whatsoever. But they both play wide, and they both cross the ball, and they both shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Like they they both they both are very active. Yep. And they're facing a Norwich side that is not known for their defensive prowess. And I think it's worth saying that Jimenez is not a cash play. Right. But, I mean, obviously, he's, well, he's the highest goal-scoring odds on the slate. Yeah, for the biggest favorite with the highest right, implied goal total. Yeah. Yeah, but that that goal-scoring odds is still plus 110. Exactly. Right. It's not, it's, it's not even 50%. Mm-hmm. How, how, how owned do you think Jimenez is going to be in GPP? Well, people just go there. It's like it's the top goal scoring on. I mean, truthfully, I think Traore may even have a higher ceiling than Jimenez. Because Traore could score and also have 12, 13 peripheral points. Jimenez really doesn't get peripherals. Um, I think the way to look at it is that Traore's ceiling is higher, but Jimenez is more likely to see it, to, to reach his. Right, because he'll just score two goals and get there. Right. How many people do you think will play Neil Mopai at eighty seven hundred? <laughs> um, I th- I don't think he'll be popular. I think Danny Ings. Yeah, I think Ings will be more popular. Yeah, right. Mopai's I got mean, three straight games of the goal though. Draw, but I mean, but that's the real like. I look at Mopai and Ings as like game log watching type of thing. I mean, yeah, but I, of course we're on a slate where none of the ten teams are good. So I right. mean, like, <clears throat> like these are the best players out of those. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I I don't see these guys. In these games, for these teams, being the brace and 
hat trick guys. Like I, I need to like at these prices versus the other players in the range. I need to. I, I'm, I'm fading two goals from these guys. I think I could get a goal's worth of points out of McNeil. I could get a goal's worth of points out of Traore or Gross or Jota or Trossard. Like, yeah, I mean, you're obviously not playing these guys in cash. Right, but I'm just saying, but but even in GPP, like if you're going in GPP going, I'm going to fade one one of the guys that we mentioned with a Maupai or an Ings. It's like, well, in order for that leverage on the, the other players to make sense is like, they have to score more than the other players. And these are guys that don't... Like, Danny Ings is not going to have nine shots. Maupai's not going to have nine... I mean, you're not going to... It's Like, their ceiling's going to... It's going to be like they get 14 with a goal. Yeah. Uh, I think it's... I think you're both overselling the floors of the floor guys and underselling... Like, I think... Like, Maupai had took five shots in two of the last three games. Like, I think his, I mean, the, the scores are right there. 19.9, 17.8, 14.5. Like, I, okay. I don't think he's scoring and you're getting 13 out of him. And the same with okay. Jimenez or Ings. Well, you're probably more likely with Ings. Right, but all the other players that that we mentioned could score also and then have an even higher ceiling. Uh, sure. They're more unlikely to score. I, I don't think any of the guys on the slate, except maybe Gross, has a goal floor. Okay. It's close, so, but it's not it's not a goal. I guess maybe McNeil does. So underneath this, who's playable in cash at least? Like just viable, just playable. Um Almar like it's not, um, might McGoldrick be is, right? Like like uh, we're not gonna mention guys like Wesley and Ashley Barnes and McGoldrick and Yeah. Like th- those are those are like uh Shane Long, right? Something like that. Yeah. I think Almaron is the only one if he starts. Right, but it, it it looks like that that's up in the air. Right, he's training though. Right. Well, but I mean, we'll we'll know. I mean, all these games we'll start at the exactly. same time. Right. Yep. The, the the late game isn't even included, so like right. we'll know everything. So uh, with Townsend likely out, uh-huh. uh huh. No, Jordan Ayu love at uh, fifty five hundred. Um, I mentioned him in my article. I think I don't think he's a bad play at fifty five hundred. I think he's better than Nathan Redman. If he start, if Nathan Redmond even starts, sure, right. I mean, he came off at the half, yeah. last game, not injured or anything, just because he was bad. Yeah, you I mean, if I if I could have done it, I would have taken him out of my lineup too. I would have just taken that second half zero anyway. You mentioned Benteke in your article. I, I mean, did fifty one hundred for what? Two goals. In the low the, the away side of the lowest scoring, the lowest total game. Yeah, I wouldn't do that in cash. His floor is zero. No way. He didn't score last week, and he scored a six and a half with a yellow card. Oh, oh that's one game. I'm just saying that his, his, his long term, his floor is. I'm like just saying, for, in every start this season, he's had like a floor of basically nine. Really? That was his only start. Oh, that, that, yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I think he's a really dumb cash game play. Yeah, but for fifty one hundred, if he scores, that's your gold, mm-hmm. and he's going to lead the line for Crystal Palace. Yep. Yeah, the reason, the only reason I mentioned him is because of like I tend to focus on what stats certain teams allow, and Newcastle just allows a ton of crosses. 
And the the reason for Crystal Palace to cross is to get the ball to Benteke. Right. And doesn't mean Benteke puts it in because a lot of no. times it it could be easy and he still doesn't put yeah, it in. Yeah, mostly he's he's more likely not to put it in. But if he can take a few of them and put them on goal, that's not so bad. Couldn't you say the same for Andy Carroll? Absolutely. But Crystal Palace don't use, don't allow a ton of as many crosses as Newcastle. Okay, but I mean, this is a, to me, I'm not going out of my way to try to Still get not, to play tons of pieces of this game. Right. This game, I, I, according to if you want to use it, I think the past five meetings between these teams, they've scored under two and a half goals in the past five times, and no team has scored more than one goal. But what does that matter? Because the teams change and the yeah. coaches change, so I don't even know why I even bother bringing it up. <laughs> because it's everywhere in every betting preview. Right, of course. That's what that's what it is. Yeah. So you don't think a lineup that starts Benteke and Carroll wins a GPP? Well, it's a lower probability. Okay. If they both score, it can. Yes. Could be the only then two goals pay- on the slate. That absolutely, you're right. I mean, of course, there's an outcome where that happens. It's just a matter of <laughs> That's within the which 10, is more probable than others, right? I mean, it's it's the same as anything else. Like, oh, you don't think this could happen? I don't think about anything happening. Just think about the probability of things happening. It's it's quite possible that Norwich beats Wolves six nothing, but I mean, it's not probable. Yeah. Of the five guys that you mentioned. At the top, who who do you think are the like if they were all the same price, who would you play? Gross and McNeil. Okay. I Even agree. if they're not the same price. Yeah. Well yeah. <laughs> I mean that I'm just looking at it now. I mean I'm more I'm more likely to to play Gross and McNeil. But I mean the next would be the Wolves guys. Right. Yep. They have midfield, which is interesting. It is. We're going to talk a lot about a lot of midfield. Yeah. You can only play three of them. Correct. Least. And there's going to be a lot of them. Yep. Okay. Let I, I'm going to kind of go, kind of go team by team and also range by range. So like when we're going to mention the highest priced player on the slate. I mean, he's the highest priced player on, on the, the slate. slate. Yeah. Uh, Jack Grealish, mm-hmm. ninety one hundred. But in your article, as you mentioned. That uh, the player with like the highest floor over the past X amount of whatever time period is actually John McGinn, his teammate at sixty nine hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, floor wise, they're much more similar than they're priced for because okay, they're not so, priced on floor. Right. So obviously Grealish has a higher seal. Yep. Right. We could agree on that. Yes. And McGinn, it's not like McGinn doesn't have a ceiling. Mm-hmm. McGinn isn't a defensive player. Right. Like for Aston Villa, Horahan, right? Did I get it right? No. I still never get that right. Power. Powerhand. Yeah, like power. Powerhand. Right. Like he's he's that guy. Like at sixty six hundred. Like you you're saying you're saying pretty much based on based on the stats that like find the three hundred and get McGinn if you're gonna play Howerhand. That's how I feel. And and right. Howerhan starting makes me like Graylish less. 
Because Howard Hand will will take most set likely pieces. take more more of the set pieces. Right. Although McGinn has been taking them, so maybe it hurts him more. Right. But if you do if you do a build where you play two cheap forwards, I mean, you're gonna have to spend the money somewhere. You're playing Grealish, right? Do we even name two cheap forwards to play? I don't know if you're playing uh, Benteke and Carroll, <laughs> right, or something. I don't know. But you'll have the money. Like to me, if you're gonna pay up at midfield. Let's 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 look at that range. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go from oh we have to go two different ranges because they're they're all together. Yeah. Uh, the pay up options are Grealish and Matinho. Yep. If I want to call them pay up options, and maybe if you at that because they all mix together so much. James Ward Prowse at seventy five hundred. I was gonna add him as well. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you got Ward Prowse seventy five hundred away to Aston Villa. Matinho. Away to Norwich, eight thousand. Grealish, ninety one hundred at home to Southampton. Uh, based just on price and the options that I have, I'd rank them Matinho, Ward, Prowse, Grealish. Yep. Would Would you agree with that? I do. And there's no way. I don't think there's any viable way to build with all three of them. I mean that, that in cash. I mean there is. I just don't think it's optimal for a cash game build. I don't. Okay. I mean, yes. I'm, technically, it fits. I, yeah, technically, right. You're playing Ben Tech. You're playing. You're playing two cheap forwards. I'm just saying that I don't. That, that's not optimal. Yes. Correct. But if I were to, it, to me, I don't even feel like I need to prioritize any of them. Agreed. Like I think, if I could get, I'm more. I'm less likely to play Grealish because I could play. Like I just don't find feel that Grealish's floor, not a ceiling. Is any different than Matinho or Ward Prowse? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I and you can play McGinn or right, Howard right. if you want. I, I don't. Right, you could play another Aston Villa player. Yeah, the the benefit and, of Matinho and Ward Prowse is like they're the guys. Um, right, but also like if you if I'm already if let's say in, the, in my forward spot if I don't want to have so much exposure to one team or anything if I'm already playing like Jota or Traore like maybe I don't feel the need to play Matinho. Yeah. I don't find that with Southampton. Kind of like, I don't, other than defenders, I don't see myself in cash playing any other Southampton player. Yeah. Other than Ward Prowse. Yep. So small, going slightly down there, we get this range. I'm going to, like, let's see. I'm going to, okay, yeah. It's packed. So the it's packed. It's, uh, I would say, one, two, three, four, five players. Mm-hmm. So basically, in, within 500 of each other. Right. So Howerhan is 6,600 at the low level. Then you get Buendia at 6,700. You get Ryan Frazier at 6,800. You get McGinn at 6,900. And then Milivojevic at 7,100. Yep. Uh, would you agree with me that the best option, if choose, if you could only choose one out of these five, would be Ryan Frazier? I, I do. But I think Buendia is like a really close second. Yes. Like, I think the, I, I, the difference between, like, Frazier and Buendia is much closer than Matinho and James Ward-Prowse. No, I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, if, if, I, if, I had, if I had the ability, I'd want to play both of them in my lineup. Yes. It's quite possible I don't. And it's quite possible I do, but then I can't play, like, Grealish, Matinho, or Ward-Prowse. Yes, you're playing two, you're playing two guys in this group. To not play, I don't think Graylish 
I, I think he's t- too expensive to be an optimal cash build. Okay. So I think you're basically saying, and and obviously you can use the money to help you in other spots, but if they were all the same price, you're choosing between Frazier, Buendia, Ward-Prowse, and Matinho. And then I think the other guys in, are kind of also available, but I don't think they're as good. Right. Because uh, I'd rank like Milivojevic the last on this list. Maybe before uh, Howard. I was just about to say, I think he's, yeah. Right, but do I want to pay 7100 for an away side in the lowest total game right. uh, for a bailout penalty? Right. But, I mean, he'll, 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 he'll be he'll on set it. pieces. Yeah, he'll get it. It, it, it's just a matter of like how many set pieces get, I mean... Like same thing with Howerhand. Like these type the types of players that play in like defensive ish type of positions, central positions that aren't going to get crosses, are not going to necessarily create chances as much. Mm-hmm. That like Frazier and Buendia are attacking mm-hmm. wingers, mm-hmm. so it's more likely that even without set pieces, that they have more peripherals. Yep. But Milivojevic, which would be great GPP play. I mean, because in this range, I would assume that he goes the lowest out of the bunch. Who does? Milivojevic. Um, I guess. Like a GPP. Like more people will play for Adrian Buendia. Yeah, I mean, WordPress isn't even that much more either. Right, I know that yeah, it's going to be spread right. out. But I've, but the thing is, is that like guys like Milivojevic and WordPress, like they're on penalty duty. Yep. So, like, their ceiling is like, oh, Milivojevic ends up taking 12 corners and then gets a penalty oh, in yeah. the 89th minute. I mean, like, and Milivojevic is sitting there with 29 points. Yeah, with zero open play crosses. Right, with zero open play anything. Right, right. with some tackles. I mean, like. And one shot from the penalty. Right. And Ryan Frazier is sitting there with 18 crosses and, like, 14 points. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. I mean, like, it's like, that's the only thing, right? That That's it. Yeah. So in between, like now, once we get past this range in midfield, I I believe you get to a lot of players that are out. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just yeah. looking through <clears throat> out, not going to play, slightly overpriced, and then you then you get to to here's here's this range. Here's the like the mid to cheap range of guys like I'm gonna I'm gonna. Work with me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to come. I'm, I'm doing the dinky around type of, you know. Yeah, yeah. What I normally do. So let's go. Let's go down. We're going to go down to Luke Freeman at 4,400, mm-hmm. who could start in place of Fleck. Fleck. Yep. Okay. He's an option. Yep. You can move up and go to McLean. Uh huh. 4,600 for Norwich. He's questionable, but you're always sitting there with Westwood, 4,800. Mm-hmm. Even can't, if he starts, can't well at 4,900. Yeah, I don't think he's a bad play. Right. Brady probably won't start, but even if he does 5,000, I mean, are, are we just getting off the strain finally? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, that, that Robbie Brady correct. doesn't happen, right? Yeah. Then you move up a little bit more. You get Norwood with Fleck out. Like, Norwood's going to probably see more of the set piece responsibility. Mm-hmm. But he does play in the defensive position. Mm-hmm. Do you like any of those guys? Not enough. In comparison to a, another guy in a similar range? Yes. I prefer the other guy. 
Oh, are you talking about Sean Longstaff? Of course. Of course. Oh, see, we did it. We did it. We went around and mentioned all the guys that are like, oh, that they're viable, but probably this is the better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we underselling Aaron Moy? Yeah, I think we're under. I think we're we're about evenly selling. We're selling uh, Aaron okay. Moy <laughs> by not mentioning. I him mean, I think it. you get. Yeah, sure, you could play him at fifty-five hundred, but if you're already playing, how much Brighton do I want? Yeah. But yeah, I think, I mean, obviously Shelby could play. Um, yeah, well, Shelby played, then you don't have to what? Then you could play all the other people that I just mentioned. It's quite possible you're making a build that you don't even need to play any of these guys. Are, do you agree that if Shelby plays, you don't play him? Oh, I agree with that. Okay. And if Shelby plays, I I don't play Shelby at 8,200. No, no, that's what I meant. Yeah, but if Shelby plays, I don't play Longstaff at 54. Oh, of course, of course. Right, then but I, I just also playing... wanted to say, if we're gonna, if Shelby plays, and you're like, oh, well, set pieces, and no, eighty two hundred in the lowest total. Now get out of here. I'm not here in a world where I have to pay eighty two hundred for, and he was like nine thousand a few weeks ago. Right. No, but that takes Longstaff off the table. It's not like Longstaff is like a dramatic value play. I think right. he's efficient. What? You're right. Yeah, he's I think efficient. His efficient price is like fifty eight. Maybe he's four hundred too cheap. Maybe. I don't see any reason why why uh, Longstaff should be any differently priced than than Howerhan, right? I mean, Howerhan's sixty six hundred, right? But I'm uh, this should be closer. I think Howerhan and Longstaff should both be fifty eight hundred. Okay, like I think Howerhan is overpriced. Overpriced. Okay, I think they're both in similar situations. Mm-hmm. I think Howerhan's on penalties. I could be wrong. Okay, about but that, I don't but care. Don't that, you don't do that for a floor. Sure, sure, sure. You you do that when he has three points and it's the 88th minute and you're in Discord hoping for a bailout penalty. That's right. That's right. Whereas I do with Juan Mata, bailout assists. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Or bailout tackles one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a $1,000 difference between Longstaff and Freeman. But you don't know what Freeman's going to do. Like, uh, Agreed. The whole thing is like Freeman. Freeman may not start, and if even if he does, like, what's his role going to really be for Chet? Like, they haven't shown they they play him much. Yeah, I don't think he just walks in and just goes move out of my way, Norwood. Mm-hmm. I'm taking everything. It happened earlier this year. It did. Yeah, like Freeman has has taken penalty or excuse me, uh, corners this year. No, no, I I know that, but like, if he starts, does he play ninety? I mean, like, I like, I think there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, I'm just saying that there's evidence that they've split. That's all. Okay, but it's quite possible that Freeman could end up being the most underpriced player on the slate. Um, like could if end, Norwood like, doesn't it, play. Or I'm not. I'm not even saying if Norwood does or does not play. Like the games happen, and we start watching and go, oh, Freeman's on everything. Like, Freeman is playing the 10 and on everything and plays 90 minutes, takes four shots, creates four, I mean, like, ends up being, like, a 16-point player. I don't think right? I don't think there's a—if Norwood starts, I don't think there's a way that Freeman has, is over everything. Okay. But I'm much—yes, I'm much more inclined to play Freeman if Norwood is out. Sure. Doesn't mean I want to play Norwood either. <laughs> right, right. He's okay. He's fifty. It's efficiently priced. Yeah, you get you get you get Sheffield United version of Ashley Westwood. I mean, that's you might as well just play Ashley Westwood. I mean, like it's same types of players. Mm-hmm. 
Don't expect, you know, they will get points. Just don't expect a ton of them. Well, if you're going to play Longstaff and Shelby returns, do you just go to Norwood? Maybe. Why like, not? I think that's the... Because you play you have Westwood. To comp- you have to compare Norwood to like, an, uh, like a 5K level defender. And I actually probably think he's better than 5K level yeah, defender. Yeah, I agree with that. So... So that's perfectly fine. Like that, all these guys in this range that we mentioned are like that. That's the last piece in your lineup. Mm-hmm. Like it's like okay, great. Yeah, they're fine. Way to go. Is there anyone else underneath this? Um, do you play Jeff Hendrick if Westwood doesn't start? I mean, you can. I don't want to. Do you play Lewis Cook? <laughs> Only if he's on the bench. Only if he's on the bench. I think there's a possibility we get a Max Meyer start as a fullback because they don't have any. Yeah, I, I, it could be Max Meyer. It could be McCarthy. Mm-hmm. It could, who knows? Against the highest cross or highest con- crosses conceded team in the league. Right. I just I, what the the bad thing about about Crystal Palace's situation is that no one that's going to end up playing in that spot is defender. Is defender eligible? Yeah. Right. Right. So like it, it I can't waste a midfield spot on this. Mm-hmm. Like I think the I think the opportunity cost at midfield this late is too high. I was just about to say to, that. Yep. To to play just a, a thin play. Yep. Not in cash at least. I mean, yeah, GPP have fun if you want. But I just think the I think the floor ceiling combinations of some of these midfielders are just like just play three of them and then get weird elsewhere. I think that's why Freeman's not really a play. Right. Well, that. Uh, but I'm saying that there's a world. Where he ends up being like a ninety-minute player that takes you know eight corners and like the ups, he's not priced for that. Yeah. So if you're gonna, to me, if you're gonna ha- look at upside for at least GPP, and you're gonna u- utilize like you're gonna t- play a Jimenez Maupai type of forward, and then also use Traore or something like that in a midfield spot, and you're like, I need to have a cheap midfielder. I think Luke Freeman is the one that could end up, if given this situation next week, could be a $5,800 play. Yep. I don't th- I don't see that out of, like, Aaron Moy. I don't see that out of other guys in that range. Norwood or Howerhan or any, like... Freeman, there's, there's room for his ceiling. Yeah. Yep. So, Defender, do you find a need to pay for Diego Rico? Um, I, I think I wrote... That like if you're looking at Rico, like why wouldn't you just spend the eight hundred to get to Frazier? And I don't see a need to play both of them. Like I think there's a bigger I think you're better off playing Frazier than Rico. And I don't think playing both is necessary. Okay. That's how but if you're gonna pay it. but if you're gonna pay up, I mean, are you paying up for Montoya? No, no, no. I think if you're paying up, you're you're paying for Rico. Right. But I don't think you have to pay up. I don't think you have to pay up either. But I think but any of these look- guys are fine. Like uh, price not concern, not considered. Like I think you can get enough points out of Baldock or Willems or Gilbert, but like price is consideration. And spending fifty two hundred on Gilbert seems crazy to me when I can get Cedric for forty three hundred. Right. I I think the di- I think the floor differences are not as dramatic as the price difference. Right. Like, I take a look at at the guys that are 5K and above, and I go, I think I could, like, like why why am I paying 5400 for Baldock when I could just pay 4500 for Enda Stevens? That, yeah, that, you pulled that right out of my head. 
And that's right. exactly right. But then the, why am I paying forty eight hundred for Martin Kelly? Damn it! You <laughs> took yeah. another one from me. Right. And I was looking. I saw like, them? oh, Newcastle's given up the most uh, crosses, and I was like, I have already written this ridiculous paragraph about Benteke. I'm like, oh wait, Kelly's going to start out. I can probably get him for thirty six hundred. Forty eight. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Well, it's quite possible that Kelly plays center back because Sacco is suspended, and then Van Anhalt, if he's good, could play that fullback role. I mean, yeah, Van Anhalt. They're decimated. They're they, they're like, decimated. Uh, yeah. Dan is probably out, and Zacco's suspended. I mean, who, who's their back line is who? I yeah. mean, uh, I don't. Yeah, would you play Van Alhall? Not in cash. Yeah. That's well, you, you say that as if there's like some obvious defenders. To yeah, play. no, Why but not? I'm saying I'd ra- I'd rather play Enda Stevens. Okay, I'd rather play Johnny. Yeah, forty four hundred. Uh, yeah. Cedric at forty three hundred. Yeah, I I feel like I'm playing like. Two of these guys. Yeah. It's like you look at the guys that are priced up and you're like, I obviously would put, like you said, like the difference between Baldock and Stevens is easy to play Stevens. And you can make the same case, even though it's a, a tighter range to play Cedric over Bertrand. Like, right. I see no or reason. Even the to... Newcastle guys, like, like I don't mind Mankio at 4,500. Cause they're like, what's the big difference between these guys? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I still rank him below the other. I was going to say you play him under the, over, you know, you wouldn't play him over the other guys. So right, like if Darty is five thousand and Johnny is forty four hundred, I think Darty has probably a higher like goal scoring possibility, but I'm not playing defenders for goal scoring possibilities. Yeah, but there's really no one cheap. No, well, I mean the the cheap guys are guys that have. Actually, probably fifty percent less floors than the mid four K guys. Like it's it's the Norwich fullbacks, it's the Burnley fullbacks. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, I mean if Lo- like if Lowton, if Lowton, yeah, because most- the other guys aren't that cheap. The Burnley, right? Ones. But like Byram or Aaron's or all those guys, like they they've like two three point floors, and then it's all center back. Yep. I don't even think you need to go this cheap. Agreed. Like, if you're down and you're like, oh, I guess I need to play uh, my Yoshida or whatever. Like, <laughs> like I, I think just you have to redo your lineup. Yeah. The goalkeeper pricing is much tighter since the games are tighter. Well, that's what it should be. Right. Right. But truthfully, based on a slate like this, like, it's a five-game slate with ten goalkeepers and all the games are pickums. Mm-hmm. So, I think two the the two var- the two those variables put together make it that you should do two more more likely things. One, pay down because the differences between them yep. are not as great as even this pricing. Mm-hmm. Fifty four hundred is at the top, and the bottom is forty three. Corolla forty three hundred. That I it, is it, is it that big of a difference? If that if you could use the money, use the money. Mm-hmm. The second thing is. Because all the games are pick them, uh, play whoever you want. Like it, <laughs> it, but I mean, it's it. But it's more. It's more that than it normally is. Like before, we have like, okay, do you pay up for the Liverpool keeper or the Man City? Keeper? You know, you you're paying up for a humongous favorite, yep. and you go, I hope he doesn't give up one goal and screw me. Like we're at this where like any of these goalkeepers could put up a winning clean sheet, mm-hmm. like any of them. And any of them could put up five to ten, I mean, to eight saves. 
Any of them. Yeah. Like in any in any matchup, in any like this like Tim Krull could end up, you know, Norwich wins one nothing and ends up with twenty two points. And like that that isn't laughable on this slate. Right. It would be laughable if they were facing Man City, sure. But it's not laughable for the court scope of this slate. Yeah. So that's why I look at all of the I mean, just it's Matt Ryan could have any of these any of these goalkeepers could have twenty points or zero points. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be the home goalkeeper or the favored goalkeeper or anything. It's just, to me, this slate is figure out the rest of your lineup and whoever fits at the end, literally just do that. And in cash, you're you're going to be playing players that have floors outside of goals and assists. Then it doesn't even matter who you if the, if you want to play uh, Henderson against Gross. Fine, have fun. Yep, like the, in cash at least <clears throat> GPP. You don't want to do that. Right. Can you agree that no matter what happens on this slate, that goalkeeper is once again the most important position? Uh, especially in a low-scoring slate. Yeah. If, the, if there's not going to be many goals scored, it's quite possible that the cash line is like 50, 55, 60. Maybe, uh, well, there's shots, assists, and stuff. So maybe 60. And goalke- if there's a 20-point goal, if there's uh, several double-digit goalkeepers, that's like a quarter of your score. Yeah. And it's the most varied position. That's... That's the thing that I keep on. I've said it twice to the people at DraftKings, saying if you want to keep the variance, that's fine. If you want to keep the scoring, that's it. The, the, the proportional wise, that's fine. Just make the goalkeeper scoring less. Right. Just make it so it's it's the 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 win is two points and a clean sheet is two points and saves are half a point. So it's like, yeah, some goalkeepers score negative two and some goalkeepers score six. Right. But six points in the scope of uh, an 80-point lineup is not humongous. Yep. But in football, that's the way it is where, like, well, there's one defense that scores 18 points, but, like, the average score in the cash line in GPPs is, like, 180. Right. So, like, that's 10% of a score versus soccer where it could be 25% of a score. So to me that if you if I'm I'm fine with them fixing goalkeeper, I'm fine with them getting rid of goalkeeper. But if you're going to do anything and you want to keep the keep it and you still I understand why introducing variance helps long term helps losing players win a little bit more often against skillful players. I get it. Just don't make it that it's that we we have we have slates where like the two v two is going to be a defender. It's like, did you did you play? Uh, it's going to be the same lineup, and it's going to be, did you play uh, Henderson and, uh, and 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 the Stevens, or did you play uh, McCarthy and and Cedric? And uh, McCarthy has two points, and Henderson has eighteen points. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you're the actually... defenders both the the defenders both have the same amount. Of, they both have about the same amount of points. I was going to say the it's not even a two v two; it's a simple one v one. Right. It could literally just be the goalkeeper. Right. It'd be like we have the same lineup, and I and and I played uh, I played Guaita, and you decided to like take the hundred and play the Pope, and then okay, right, we're playing ten million dollar head to heads, and you win on that. Right. You yep. know that uh, I mean. I don't go above nine million. Oh, you don't go. You don't post the nine million dollar head to head. No, nine is as high as I go. Oh, the highest. Okay. Yeah. You don't. 
the eight figure that rake. eight figure head to heads are out of my range. Right, right. A lot of times it's it's just about that you know finding the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. I mean, that's all. I I don't even like try to win. Right, that's, that's I just try right, to get as many games as possible. Right, that's the main reason why you don't play that high because there's just not enough action. That's I mean, if they if the games were there, I'd be there. Right, right. Saramek won't even do it. No, no, no. Well. Anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm a Rotowire Andrew, uh, available in the Rotowire Discord as well, which is open for all subscribers. If you are not a subscriber and would like to try the site out for free for 10 days, just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial to do that. You get access to everything on the site as well as the Discord where you can ask us uh, where you can find more action. So, Jordan, thank you for that, and uh, good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.